Well, gang, it's finally here. The last week, last couple of days of 2020, this quite frankly god awful year. And here we are. Have no plan. Don't know what we're going to talk about, but let's just do the thing. Hit the theme. Miles, buddy, how are you? I'm doing all right. Ready, ready to put that final punctuation mark on on 2020. Yeah, so we're trying uh, to, to to figure out what we're doing tonight. Like, do we want to talk about what we're excited for next year? Do we want to do predictions? And I think we're just going to chat it out. Yeah, we're, we're going to do a little bit of both, I feel like. I mean, the end of this year in, in terms of pop culture stuff has given us a a bona fide treasure trove of things to look forward to. I mean, from uh, Game Awards and the Disney investor meeting and then HBO Max talking about their entire slate for 2021 is going to be or the, the Warner Brothers entire uh, slate is going to be on HBO Max. Like there's a lot to look forward to this year in terms of just content. The big question that I still have is how much of this content is actually going to come out, is actually going to be finished. And movies, I think, are oddly the the one I think has the best chance. Uh, for, because for, so many of these movies were already finished for this year. <laughs> yes. I mean, we, we're just coming off of, of last weekend watching uh, uh, Wonder, Wonder Woman 84, 84 WW84 on What'd HBO Max. I, it was good. I enjoyed it. I have a few I, things that do not sit well with me about it as I think about it more, like sitting down, watching it at home. Like I probably would be more more upset about it if I had spent $57 to go see it in a theater, uh, but I didn't. I sat on my couch and I got to pause every five <laughs> seconds to talk about stuff. And yeah, I, I, I really, really enjoyed that movie. I seem to be out of my friends, kind of in the minority. Uh, this one's a lot more polarizing than the first one, but I, I had a really great time and it looks like we're getting a third one. So maybe, I'm, I'm, I'm in. Maybe. Uh, there, uh, there, we're not there are... on that, but I just yeah. wanted to, since you brought it up. Yes. Uh, and I thought this is a fairly smooth in terms of how HBO Max is going to, to deliver these movies the next year. I was really, really happy with my experience in that respect. Yeah, man, I loved being able to like literally and, and to my wife's chagrin because uh, she, of course, watched it with me, uh, you know, pausing it to like, oh, go back. I want to see what that picture is in the background or or pausing it like, well, you know, in the comics, this is how she becomes the cheetah. It's like, shut up, Drew. Just watch the movie. Well, but what's awesome is like you, they, they kind of replaced the kind of home background with a an advert for Wonder Woman 84, like the two days before it came on so that they properly kind of promoted the movie for the service as if everyone with a pulse and HBO Max didn't already know. <laughs> yeah, right. But I, I thought I thought it did a really, really solid job. in, And I, I, I personally had no glitches in terms of 
you know, sometimes when some of these things go live, uh, being someone who did the Marvel Netflix stuff and uh, in Netflix's early earlier days in streaming original programming, as well as being a Destiny player, you know, when things go live, sometimes things have a habit of breaking. And <laughs> I was very happy to see that that did not happen with Wonder Woman 84 and HBO Max. Well, keep in mind, they're probably on the same background that like they say HBO's first streaming service. I mean, they had to deal with so many Game of Thrones premieres and finales and things like that. But we we say that. But how how long do we have to wait to get into Destiny 2 Beyond Light? And they've had seven years. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, speaking speaking of, um, is there anything that's been announced in terms of uh, your streaming service kind of shows or your or the the tv landscape of 2021 because we had a boatload of marvel and star wars stuff announced for next year some of it we'll see next year some of it has been pushed back we've got uh, a couple of dc things that i think are still coming out i'm not sure because uh, batman the batman is still filming and right. they've had starts and stops the and, Suicide and, Squad is, I think they may be wrapped when doing post-production. No, it's it's coming to HBO Max. That um, one's in the can, I think. They're working on the Peacemaker show, I believe. They're also working on the Gotham Central show. And so honestly, of the movies that I am excited for are, again, the movies mostly because they've been real, real tepid about showing too much. And I'm talking not just warner brothers i'm talking everybody like we know a lot of the animated movies that are coming out because these are the movies that (laughs) have have been able to be done from home uh so raya and the last dragon which is a uh looks amazing is that that's not pixar but it's disney animation it's it's disney it's it's their follow-up i guess to uh is it frozen 2 frozen 2 i think was the last one they did yeah um i'm a i like I did not grow up a Disney kid, uh, but I have gotten to really enjoy the uh, the, the Disney CG animated movies, the non Pixar movies. Um, I like the They're Pixar. Very good. I like the Pixar movies, too. But Pixar has lately. I don't want to say they skew older, but they try to make you cry with emotional moments and seemingly every single movie. Um, and, and And the the Disney animated films don't. Yet oftentimes still succeed because I'm a big soft. I was going to say, I, I think that that's a Disney thing in general. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but Ryan, the last dragon, I think looks looks great. Um, uh, let's see. I'm I'm very, very excited for in in terms of of uh, I don't know about family films, but uh, f- films that families will go see Ghostbusters Afterlife. Is that I have finished st- it? It was supposed to come out like in June. Okay, so, so that's yeah, it, it's done. <laughs> and I I'm a massive Ghostbusters fan. I like the cast. I liked the previous movie. And I just we've gotten, I guess, uh, one teaser and one trailer, although we still don't really know what the movie's about. And I'm honestly fine with that. It looks really fun. And that's all I want a Ghostbusters movie to be like. You don't have to blow me away with callbacks and everything like that, like while I am a massive fan and I, I do dig the mythology and everything, when I go see a Ghostbusters movie or a cartoon, or actually I'm replaying the remastered version of the game on my Switch right now, <laughs> like, I, not everything has to, like, 
connect to the deeper mythology. So just give me a good Ghostbusters movie and I'm going to be happy. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty easy going in that respect. Um, but I, and there's so many tentpole movies. I mean, not just Ghostbusters, Godzilla versus Kong is 2021. And we know how excited I am about that movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially after King of the Monsters just being a, a monster battle Royale. This is, this is going to shape up to be a super, super fun movie. And it seems that Legendary has a lot of confidence behind it because I heard that they were trying to get Toho to give an extension because after this movie, I think their their rights for Godzilla, they don't return back to Toho. Toho has the rights, but they're being respectful in terms of we'll let you release your movie and then we're going to go back to creating our own Godzilla universe. <laughs> so... Because they, they make money either way. Sure. So and it, it these movies to, seem to be doing fairly well. I yeah, still need, I um, still need to see uh, the second one, but second one is so much fun. <laughs> if you like the first, you will really like the second one. That is something I'm hoping happening. I am hoping happens with uh, the next new franchise that was supposed to be out this month, uh, but is putting pushback to next year. Dune. What a surprise. I, I want a science fiction epic uh, with a TV show coming to HBO Max that may or may not still be happening because of COVID production. I don't actually know if they filmed anything I for it. Think, I think oh, I, I don't know if they filmed anything, but I think it's still it's still happening. Yeah, I mean, the looks that we've had look amazing. And I, I'm, I'm like you. I want a, just a big science fiction movie. I want to go. To, I really I want to go to the theater to see this massive science fiction movie on the screen and the director uh, that did Blade Runner 2049. Like I trust him implicitly with totally. sci-fi imagery. And that is, when is its new release date? I cannot remember. Isn't it next November? Yeah. So it was ready to come out this December and they pushed it all the way to November. That means, yeah, it's going to be on HBO max, but they want butts and seats in a theater to see it and to mm -hmm. be quite honest i am ready for it i yeah. want i, I mean, want a cinema experience for that even though i could watch it sitting on my couch I, i'm hoping that that cinemas are are back in business by may so i could see godzilla on the big screen i mean i'll watch it at home for sure but it, a big monster movie a big sci-fi movie you want to watch that on the big screen for sure know? and I really, I really, you know, and we're not going to keep harping back on like, oh, well, maybe we'll get to see this in theaters or not. But it is, it is, you know, an up in the air question that we we're going to have to deal with for the next year as vaccinations roll out and hopefully things start to simmer down a little bit. Yeah, uh, let's let's switch up focus, Miles. Let's let's talk yeah. about the small screen. Um the big, uh, I'll, I'll the big right now. question marks uh, for me for a lot of this stuff that is still on the calendar for 2021, but hadn't started filming yet. Well, I I know for a fact one show that I think one our our television Mori is coming back for season two and is already filming stuff. And that's Lower Decks. Lower Decks is in the process of production. They have finished writing the season two. Uh, I cannot wait. It's animation, I, I, so that stuff takes time and may not be on the calendar for 2021 anyway. Now, keep in mind, I think when they did the original production order, it was for to both seasons. Yes. Because we've seen we've seen um, photos and clips of Quaid 
doing his voiceover work in a closet. <laughs> yeah. So we know we know that something is going on and I am very, very excited. I loved Lower Decks. Lower Decks was so good, but it's not the only it, Star Trek thing that I'm excited about uh, because oh no. we also have Star Trek Strange New Worlds, which is the Captain Pike spinoff series on the Enterprise. Is that slated for this year? It's still slated for this year. They have not begun production. So we'll see. Uh, and we also have uh, the Nickelodeon youth based Star Trek prodigy, which it's going to have Admiral Janeway in it, which so we I'm still, excited about which, that. by the way, we still have not seen a single image from except for the logo. So I, it makes me wonder how much they've actually done for it. But yeah, but Star Trek is one of those properties that they don't they like to drop things at very particular times. You know, they, they they will have things done and just not tell anybody. Yeah, well, they will also announce on stage at a convention that Patrick Stewart is going to do Star Trek Picard. So, right. They, you know, it, it's it's one of those things like they did that this year with all the uh, the. The uh, prodigy stuff with with janeway coming back somehow this i have a theory about when what the show is going to be but it's star trek discovery spoilers so yeah i'm well well we'll get to that but so uh brave new worlds or strange new worlds is it strange new worlds strange new worlds straight i'm really really excited about this a captain pike was a a breakout hit from discovery season two yes i thought uh ansem mount what just he he was Captain Pike, as far as I'm concerned. And they introduced a very cool Enterprise crew. And I think through Discovery made the case for, hey, let's do an Enterprise prequel show. And I think I think fan demand for it. And I think I think CBS was smart to do it this way, because if they had one, if they went ahead and made plans for this crew, I think there might have been more resistance. But by letting the fans demand it and basically making the case for this crew before there was even a hint of a show being in the works. I, I think that really benefited this show. The other side of that is that they have promised that unlike discovery, this show is going to be more episodic. And that's Prob- fine. Problem of the week, more like a classic Star Trek show. And that has been for a lot of people in the diehard Star Trek community. I'm not necessarily one of them, uh, they really, really want that aspect of things. And I, I think that that Anson Mount is charming enough and has taken on uh, enough of. Uh, uh, he's gotten enough of fan love that I think he's going to 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 make that. I want to switch focus to some things that we know are coming out that have actual release dates, because this is the only thing that I can legitimately be excited for, because we'll be able to watch those in a couple of days. The first is Cobra Kai season three, which is coming out January 1st, New Year's Day, kicking it off right. Early reviews are already out there that have been very positive. I loved Cobra Kai season one and two. I am very ready for that show. I, to I need be, to catch to up on a show. I loved season one for whatever reason. Oh, I know why, because I didn't have YouTube uh, read or whatever they call it at the time. I know it's on Netflix now. I just haven't made the time for it. Well, but yeah. I, we we did a whole episode on Cobra Kai season one. I was a big, big fan of it. So that's the funny thing about about uh, Cobra Kai. Season three has been ready for a while. 
but right. they wanted to stagger the release for the first. So they put out the first two seasons early to build up momentum for it. And I've heard very funny things about uh, people that were involved in that production that have been involved for it for a while. Like, have you seen the Cobra Kai show? This is this is crazy. They made a co- they made a Karate Kid uh, sequel show. And it's like, yeah, it's on its third season. It's extremely popular. <laughs> Yeah, and that's the weird thing is like that show was massively popular. It's the only thing on YouTube people seem to care about in terms of the originals that they made. And some of those looked pretty good, to be honest. Yeah. But I, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm a little flabbergasted by that. But yeah, Cobra Kai season three is, I think, I think going to be a, not a surprise hit, but I, I definitely think Netflix is going to be a little surprised by how well it does for them. And I would not be surprised if soon after this week we get the season four announcement. Well, yeah, um, I because I, it has been massively popular. Uh, the, the other show, and this is probably more worthy of a longer conversation because this is the first step in what is going to be probably the next several years of Marvel content on Disney, uh, Disney Marvel content. WandaVision comes out on January 15th. They have shown you know, us a few trailers, a few previews. It looks weird. It looks so cool. It I looks like, cool. Yeah, I, I love how weird it looks. I love that they're really tapping into possibly the, the reality warping powers that Wanda truly has. And I think we're going to get more of that. We we actually, uh, Chris and I went through the just the four Avengers movies over the weekend with some odd you know, the odd you know thor ragnarok and stuff in between and man i it got me even more excited for wandavision just kind of getting to see her whole character arc and i i love both of those actors i i like that they're telling this very weird looking story i like that darcy's coming back because that was one of my favorite characters in the marvel universe um but, i'm a but, big cat Nettings fan but also that this is like we we don't have Black Widow. Black Widow is coming at some point, apparently. Still, um, this is this is the face that cares. <laughs> Miles forgets this is an audio podcast. Uh, but, I know. <laughs> but what WandaVision was going to kick off, really, as far as we can tell, is the next step in the MCU completely. And the fact that it seems to be dealing with multiple realities, reality warping, and knowing that the next Doctor Strange movie is called the Multiverse of Madness, and that these two characters with potentially Spider-Man and all the crazy Spider-Man announcements that have come out about the next Spider-Man movie, uh, which I th- isn't that happening before Doctor Strange two? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. The I know that Doctor that. Strange is also supposed to be involved in that movie, so we're going to get a lot of wibbly wobbly, timey wimey going on in and, the Marvel and, universe. And th- <laughs> and this is not also including uh, movies like Shang Chi, which I I did not know that they had uh it's had done, started filming but they have finished filming uh Dude, i am so excited about a just a non flat flat out superhero just a martial arts movie like because that's where that that character like you know was built off the kind of uh martial arts boom in the 70s like i am so pumped for, <laughs> for shang chi just because this past summer i really got into uh, I was listening to the Pure Cinema podcast and Quentin Tarantino was talking about some of his favorite, uh, I think Shaw Brothers movies, but some of his favorite just Kung Fu movies. And so I went down a rabbit hole of just watching 
all these random Chinese uh, and Wushu martial arts movies and like, like the one-armed um, one-armed assassin or one-armed shogun. It just really cool movies. And so I'm really pumped to see Marvel kind of lean into doing some some actual Marvel mar- martial arts and not just your kind of super heroics. You know, like I, I've always dug that kind of character. And, and the, the uh, Shang-Chi is being played by a guy named Simu Liu, who is uh, probably best known for uh, playing the son Jung on uh, Kim's Convenience. Yeah. Which is which Kim's convenience Kim's convenience is fantastic. Uh, and, and Kim Kim is in a Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, and he got the 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 Mandalorian treatment, which is just phenomenal. Kim's convenience season five is actually out uh, uh, in Canada this month in January, Ooh. but unfortunately, uh, not no an announced release date for anything else for us. Yeah, uh, what one show? I mean, there. If you listen to our our TV stuff of 2020 you kind of know the stuff that we're going to be looking forward you like you know we're going to be looking forward to what we do in the shadows and you know, ted lasso and stuff like that but there's you know one show that didn't make the list but I, th- I think we briefly talked about our mixed opinions on it was titans and titans season three i think it comes out in january <laughs> like they have like. not been talking about it at all like well they had the uh the, the red hood little announcement thing uh, yeah the, so which I'm, re- I'm, I'm really curious what they're going to do because they, they made some i don't want to say fatal but they made some pretty big errors in in it, their storytelling in season two there was some really cool stuff too but there was a lot of narrative problems with season two and and, and, and i really they, hope they can pull it together and but and again i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna deep deep cut here the simple fact that we're already seeing a red hood uh is not interesting to me the character i mean i i've said that since they introduced jason todd i mean the jason todd (laughs) character in this show is great he's one of my absolute favorite things about the show they cannot skip the necessary step in character development for red hood to exist and if they if they do keep it the way it's supposed to be they can't do it in a single season because it's just not going to play but no what I think they'll do something different. Um, and I, I was wrong, though. Um, the pandemic delayed filming, so it began on October, and it's supposed to run until June of 2021. So we probably okay. won't be seeing season three until about fall of next year. Which is fine. It's fine. I mean, yeah, it, it's fine. There's there's so much stuff coming out. And I mean, we didn't even scratch the surface on on some of the movie stuff. I mean, there was so much stuff that was that was supposed to come out this year that we're not we, we're, we're still gonna get i mean as a horror fan like i'm super pumped about Candyman and the halloween sequel and the, weirdly enough i've never cared about this franchise but chris rock doing that saw movie that that seems really interesting to me but we're also getting a new space jam which which hasn't started not? hasn't started filming yet so it Has may it not. I don't think I so. Thought almost, I thought it was slated for next year. I mean, it, again, it may still be, but they <laughs> I don't think they've done anything with it. Uh, let's see. Uh, looks like. Uh, well. Principal photography began on July, uh, June 25th, 2019. And. 
it looks like <laughs> and then somebody some left <laughs> but well the, apparently there was a um uh a lebron injury because they were shooting 14 hours a day <laughs> so that'll do that it looks like it looks like they've gotten some stuff done and it's it's supposed to come out july 16th still of 2021 and one thing that we have seen nothing on except for a title card and a promise that it will be released although not in its original january release date i think i think they said it's going to be april mortal Kombat. we're getting a new mortal Kombat yeah, movie. yeah somehow and we have seen nothing about it i'm sure if we went looking we could find some onset picks or something like that but maybe and that movie's done like it, it wrapped a while ago and this year, man, this this yeah, year, it's coming, it's coming to HBO Max in April. Uh, Ludi Lin, who's playing Liu Kang, was the Black Ranger in the Power Rangers 2017 film. Nice. And yeah, I mean, it looks like they had a really cool cast. And uh, the producer was, is James Wan. One of the Russo brothers did the screenplay. So that's see that that's surprising right there. I believe it was one of the Russo brothers. Uh, either way, um, and I think the other co-writer was the one who did all the Expendables and Godzilla and rewrites of Ant-Man. So also wrote Shang-Chi. So someone who is, is used to doing these these big product uh, or big projects in terms of ensemble casts and uh, big intellectual properties. I'm I'm weirdly always been super into the Mortal Kombat mythology so i am i am down for for a new mortal Kombat movie <laughs> it, it may it may not be good but hey uh, now i, I, I don't have to pay to see it <laughs> i should clarify the guy who did this who's doing the mortal Kombat screenplay is greg russo not one of the two known russo brothers okay um he may also be a russo brother i don't know but uh he is not one of the avengers russo brothers yeah, I'm 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 super stoked about a new Mortal Kombat. I mean, I still have fond memories of the of the first movie and 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 when that came out and and whenever it comes on, <laughs> I'll still watch it. So, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm pretty pumped about Mortal Kombat. I I'm trying to think of other things in terms of our regular viewing stuff that I'm I'm really pumped for. And I, I'm sure as soon as we start recording, I'll think of a TV show that was announced or a movie that's that's being worked on that I forgot to mention. I mean, the, 2020 has been the year of announcements with loose release dates. <laughs> so, I mean, James Cameron's somewhere filming six or seven Avatar movies. So, well, to, to, to be fair, he's been he's been leaking that information for the last decade. Yeah, so I still haven't seen Avatar, so. Wait, Cause really? Because I, I was always told you need to see it in the theater for the real, true, epic 3D oh, experience. Boy. And uh, well, guess, guess, guess what's gonna, we're going to watch next year. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they will re-release it, and that's when I'll go see it at, at some point. Well, because again, or or we will be watching it for the podcast. <laughs> well, that too. But again, I don't really want to watch it from a TV at home because I think that the 3D cinematic experience that that was designed for is the way to see it. And I have no real way to do that right now. So what you can do. Yeah. And I'm, I what, okay. One thing I am super, super excited about as much as I'm, 
on Jeremy Renner. I am so pumped for the Hawkeye TV show. Yeah. There have been uh, leaked photos of Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop, and she looks amazing. Uh, lucky, seen... lucky the pizza dog is there. And I uh, saw some tweets from our, our old best friend, uh, Kelly Thompson, uh, retweeting approval. I mean, she just looks fantastic. I'm a big fan of Steinfeld uh, as an actress and a performer. Uh, she was great in Bumblebee. And I think she's going to she's going to completely nail Kate's attitude. And I'm I'm super, super pumped about that. And hopefully they will more or less follow the original comic run that brought that character to prominence yeah that's gonna be an interesting one considering that mcu hawkeye is very different than comic hawkeye but uh or at least 616 comic hawkeye but we'll see i'm i'm excited i like kate more than <laughs> more than clint anyway oh a hundred percent this needs to be kate's show <laughs> and i believe it will because it's called hawkeye hawkeye no hawkeye oh so I said a hot guy. <laughs> uh, so let us switch focus just a little bit and talk about video games, because this is the big question. How many of these games are actually going to come out? How many of them are going to be too broken to function? <laughs> How many of them are hey, not every game is cyberpunk 20, 2070 or whatever it is. And how many of them are going to be, uh, just fixes or PS5, Xbox Series X updates to games of the past year. Uh, uh, what I gather for a lot of video game work is they've been able to pretty much continue working, and there, there's, there's, there's a good slate of stuff that I, I want to get into. The first one for me, it's mostly just because I've wanted something like this for a very long time. Gotham Knights. Yeah. I forgot okay. about that game. Oh my gosh. We're getting a cat family game where you get to play Dick, Tim, Barbara, and Jason. Yeah, Tim wearing uh wearing Damien's uh cloak. Well, you know, hood. everyone's been wearing Tim clothes for the last 20 years, so it's about time it switched around. <laughs> um well they also uh, there was one there was one uh still where he's wearing his like pre-52 Red Robin outfit. I believe we will find multiple costumes for each of these characters like you have in the other Batman games. Right. Which is which is awesome. I mean, I'm a huge fan of the Bat family. They have been a little iffy on whether or not this is in the Arkham universe or not. I don't care at all. Either way, I'm ready to leave the Arkham universe behind. I am, too. We had enough games there. They were great games. Even the last one was very good. Just from just from Tim's design and the fact that he looks younger i was like well th- this is not the same what uh part-time mma fighter tim drake that they used for the arkham universe who somehow was involved yeah. with barbara yeah. like yeah get, get, get that Zack snyder's nonsense out of here <laughs> um uh, but- <laughs> well, the beginning of the year we got a few things coming out uh that i'm i'm into um probably the first big one is uh uh, Bravely Default 2 coming out for Switch, uh, mm, which yeah. I'm I'm pretty excited about. Uh, Persona 5 Strikers, which I'm obligated to play because I spent more almost 300 hours in Persona 5 and Persona 5 Royal when you add them up together. Uh, 
and that, and then then those are the things I know are pretty much done. And the rest of the year is big question marks. Like I would love to play the new Deathloop game, which is actually console exclusive to uh, to PS5. And it's the it's it's basically first person shooter Groundhog Day. Uh, it's like it could be interesting. And it's got like this cool 70s action movie style to it. It looks neat, like the, the designs that they've shown off. Really, really cool. Um, but, you know, we'll see if it makes that release date. It's already been pushed back once. And, you know, I say when it comes to games, a game that's pushed back could eventually be good. But a game that's rushed out the door will always be terrible. Um, mm-hmm. uh, one, I am very interested in seeing how it turns out just because i have a very it's not a unique opinion but a a conflicted opinion about the prior entry and that's resident evil 8 village it looks interesting it also looks to be very much in the successful format that they used for uh resident evil 7 biohazard i'm not super thrilled about the character choices (laughs) oh we know you don't like chris it's fine I'm not too I'm not too fond of Ethan either. So I, I didn't realize that was the same guy from seven. I haven't played seven. I own it. I started playing it. I got to the house. I play. I finished the demo for seven, but I got to the I got to the house in 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 the, the full game. And I was like, mm, you know what? Not today. <laughs> and uh, well, see, my, my thing about about Biohazard is that. I feel like it's a very good horror game. And it's a, it's a, it is a definitely something akin to what they should have done with this, the franchise, but it still doesn't quite feel Resident Evil to me. It feels like they're trying to to be what a lot of the indie horror games have become. Well, that they 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 they, they saw PT and like, hey, we could do that. Yeah, um, yeah. And and there's, I mean, look, it's, like I said, it's a good horror game. I will not say it's not. It's a very well developed horror game. Just there's a, there's a, a certain B movie charm that Resident Evil always has, a specific a Japanese B movie charm. Yeah, and it was very lacking in Resident Evil Seven Biohazard. I again, I think it is a fantastic game, but I miss my the cheesy weird Japanese-ness of Resident Evil One through Four plus for uh, Code, Code Veronica, Veronica Zero. But but there's some of that in the Resident Evil 2 remake and Resident Evil 3 remake. Oh, uh, well, yeah, and, because and they're, I, they're following a, a set path of those weird Japanese games. I would honestly love to see, and I don't think they will ever do it. I don't think they'll do it. I want a Code Veronica remake. I want a Code Veronica remake before I want an RE4 remake. I'm, I'm Hey, you are preaching to the choir because I am right there with you in. I want them to go back and redo the first one in the style of two and three. But yeah, I also, that too. I, I'm right. I'm right there with you, buddy, because that's something Drew says a lot, but he often feels that he's in the minority. You are not, sir. Um, I am. I'm right there with you. I want Code Veronica. I want zero. Like, I, I feel like with two and three, they really got the perfect style for these stories because i love the first three resident evil games but and as much nostalgia as i have for the ps1 and that era playing those games for the narrative's sake can be a chore those specific games the tank controls are not fun 
And after playing about 30 minutes, I'm I'm a little I'm over it. Yeah. So <laughs> updating updating everything that like, like they did in two and three, I thought was a masterstroke. I thought this is how I want a game to be remade. And 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 I, I do eventually, sure, you can give four that that treatment, even though four still plays great now. But before we do, I'm right there with you. I know I've said this like 12 times, but Code Veronica, one and zero. I want to see those before I see four. Code Veronica is where the series starts getting weird, too. I know. It's, like, it's a cool there's some, weird. There's some weird stuff going on in, in one, two, and three, but Code Veronica, man, that is, that's what set the stage for Resident Evil. We might have to visit this franchise this year as, as one of our, our things. You know, I think I have the PS4 version, uh, the PS4 uh, release of Code Veronica. I be- I believe I do. It was Resident Evil Origins, right? Was that was the package? No, it's, it was it's, it's it's just like Resident Evil Code Veronica that they just put out. Oh, they they released like a, a package. There was a PS2 um, Classics, I think, of of Code Veronica. No, no, no. It was Resident Evil Origins Collection, I think, because that's, that's how I I bought them digitally. We'll talk. We'll talk. Have that talk off air. Oh no, that's that's that, that's sorry. That's one that, zero. Yeah, that's a that's a. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, we will. We'll, we'll definitely talk about that. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, and I'm just going to kind of ignore, not ignore. I will acknowledge that the author behind the source material is a trash bag, and that's that's a separate thing. But I I have to admit, when I watch the trailer for Hogwarts Legacy, I just get so excited to live in that world. And... I, I feel weird about it, you know, I would because if of, I of, cared of about the Harry Potter franchise, which I don't really. Oh, man, I I, th- I thought you were into the Harry Potter for some reason. Nah, I've only ever read um, the first I've read the first book and I was there for that. And literally because uh, my my son, my my sister-in-law is a huge Harry Potter fan, despite everything else that's going on. She's read the books 100 times. Uh, her Christmas gift for the last couple of years to my son has been the illustrated editions uh, the, with of the, Those the are books. Really nice. So uh, we, he just got uh, number two. What was that? Uh, Chamber of Secrets. Chamber of Secrets. And yeah. uh, we're a chapter in, and he chose to read a Star Wars book uh, for the last <laughs> couple of nights <laughs> instead of going back to meet Dobby and figure out what else is going on with that. I'm sure we'll get to it eventually. We have the whole year before he'll get another one, so I'm not too worried. Uh, one that has been delayed, and I'm glad that they're delaying it because, as you said, you know, a delayed game can be good. A rushed release game, bad forever. No matter what you do to it, some games can avoid that. Final Fantasy XIV did. They 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 were able to rebrand <laughs> themselves. Rebooted completely that game. But I and this one was was delayed. It was supposed to be released, I believe, this fall, and they pushed it back. And I, this franchise was a something I was super super into as a teenager, and it's been quiet for about 20 years, so what's one more? And that is Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. <laughs> See, you said that whole thing, and I heard you say that whole thing, and I thought, okay, now which game is he talking about? Because the narrative you just played out there <laughs> is for so many games. Uh, Vampire the Masquerade, that's based on a 
TTRPG, a tabletop yes. RPG, right? Uh, Vampire the Masquerade was a it, it was a very popular uh, tabletop role playing game in the nineties, and it's had a couple of new additions. I think one came out last year. There were two uh, main video games. There was uh, Bloodlines and was it Revelations. I think was the sequel Redemption. Redemption, and th- they were these at the time very ahead of their time RPGs where you know obviously they overpromised were like oh you're a vampire and you get to go throughout history and do all this stuff and it wasn't quite what they sold it but it was still a very very fun game and the role playing aspect was awesome so the the option or the, not the option but the um possibility of being able to play that with modern gameplay is interesting very very exciting yeah. and uh, I, as as you know uh, a high school goth kid and as someone who loves the, like vampire stuff i am very very excited for for bloodlines too i've not paid attention to too much of the goings on i know they did a arg and there was a some sort of like visual novel i think released recently i think it's on switch and steam but that that is one that i i'm probably the m- most looking forward to in terms of games that i'm i'm 100% sure is coming out but there, there are some games that um, that might come out this year that have been hinted at and promised. And uh, Drew, I know one that you are so, so, so excited for. We got a trailer, I think, at um, at the Game Awards. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't, but <laughs> I probably do. Is it Horizon? Are you, are you is it sure Horizon? You is it her- is it no. Horizon Zero West? Because that's a game I'm hugely excited for. You need to think for. harder, boy. Oh yeah, that's not that's not a 2021 game. That's a 2022. It's slated for 2021. <laughs> I don't know about that. Maybe we'll see. If if God of War Ragnarok comes out this year, I will be super excited. Uh, I'll take a couple of weeks off to play it because I need I need to get through that game because that first that first game that fourth game fifth game whatever it was listen to our God of War episode to figure out which which one it was uh, that relaunch of God of War was truly phenomenal uh, Ragnarok yeah it, it it changed my entire opinion on the series and I I I absolutely fell in love with that game and and it's mostly because Drew kept saying that I need to play it and. Man, that was a wonderful experience. I've actually thought about transferring my save to my PS5 and re-downloading the game from the PS Plus collection just to finish off and platinum the the the, the game because I just I had so much fun and I think I still have a couple of Valkyries I got to take out and some odds and ends to treasures I got to find and stuff. I just I, yeah, I just want to see I how well it, it runs on 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 the ps5 because i've i've heard it runs well um it's it's gonna be pretty i mean the last game for for the last generation was a beautiful game the big question is the the big question will is will this be a ps4 ps5 will it be on both platforms or will they only focus it on ps5 um so it, it was announced as a ps5 title and speculation has gone on of whether it be a cross gen and they're being very cagey, saying they have nothing to say at the time. So they might be considering a cross release. I think it really depends on when this comes out. 
I think if it comes out in 2021, you might get a cross release. If Beyond it comes that, out in 2022, I think you're. I, I think you're done. Yeah. Um, yeah. But to to go back to Horizon Forbidden West, that game looks great. I loved Horizon Zero Dawn so very much. I'm ready for more of that game. Uh, I'm ready for it to look extremely pretty and uh, to be cool, weird robot animals and shooting them with a bow and hitting them with sticks. And also apparently swimming, which is going to be awesome. Um, and the last game I think we should talk about, because this one is uh, maybe the biggest question, mostly because I'm not sure either of us are going to play it. Um, one of the biggest franchises in video games was supposed to have a game come out this year, launching alongside a brand new console. Uh, but after a, quite frankly, mediocre showing, uh, at, at their reveal, uh, they took it back to the drawing board and delayed one of the biggest releases of the year. Halo Infinite is coming out at some point next year. You may be questioning if you don't play video games. Wait, the Halo game didn't come out. I saw that on Mountain Dew cans for six months. Yeah, you did. And those Mountain Dew cans <laughs> also advertised uh, prizes and in-game loot and all sorts of stuff when you redeemed codes. And none of that stuff happened because the game didn't come out because they delayed it because it was not showing well. And since then, high profile people in the company have left the company or have left the development of that game. And who knows, man, who knows what's going on? But uh, will that game come out straight to game pass so anybody that has game pass will will the game multiplayer be free to play and the single player campaign be a purchase we don't know all of these things are rumored all of these things are coming out and i'm quite frankly not sure if i'm ever actually going to play it because i don't know if i'll have an xbox series x or whatever or a pc to play it on because it'll come out to pc too i don't know i'm not sure i care but because halo is such a big thing i do kind of care a little bit uh but, you know, uh, that that I think. I think that's what what all I'm excited about for TVs, movies and video games, Miles. But there's there's something else I'm excited about. What's that? Well, I'm excited to, to talk about our predictions for what the more you nerd podcast is going to do in the year 2021. OK, what's what's your first prediction? Well, I, I think I think we're we're going to to talk about the the first season of a TV show, a a syndication nation TV show. You know, we had this contest a couple a couple months ago and mm-hmm. and everybody kind of well, it was a contest, it was a poll, but uh cuz the only prize was listening to us talk and who wants that honestly. But uh <laughs> the worst prize you could possibly have. <laughs> oh, just ask my wife. She lives with it daily. <laughs> <laughs> but uh wow i'm making i'm making wife jokes what is happening 2020 sucks you guys it's the worst i'm ready i'm ready to go outside i'm ready to do other things uh so uh, before 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 drew completely derailed his own his own train of thought um yes we had a, had a had a a poll it's not a contest of sorts and the winner of the syndication station or syndication we'll figure it out in january the syndication september (laughs) it's 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 look it's late in the year guys we didn't plan to even do this show uh because we thought we were going to be off for two weeks but here we are uh so yeah for syndication september we had our four pilots 
and we had our listeners vote on what they wanted to hear us cover for a full deep dive. And this will be our second deep dive that we've done for the Reboot and the More You Nerd. And so in January and possibly parts of February, we'll we'll figure out the actual timing. And then as soon as we know, we'll give you guys kind of the episode um, uh, map that we're going to be going with. We are going to be doing the first season of Forever Night. Forever. Yeah, I'm I'm really pumped this one. I was I was almost game to watch any of the shows. There were some I was less enthused about than others. But I'm this was definitely on the if it was it was between this and Mortal Kombat for me, I think is what I really wanted to do. I, I think that was as as we looked and looked at it more and more, it came down to you know, there is a so bad it's good quality about some of these this stuff. But Forever Night had four seasons. There's it's the most quality of the shows that we watched because people wanted to keep watching it. And and that's something that really, I think, factored into a lot of people's choices. So we are going to watch season one because these are hour long episodes. For the most part, we're going to figure out how many we can reliably talk about. This may go beyond January. And if that happens which it probably will. We're going to possibly pepper in some standalone episodes here and there just so we can break up talking about uh, the Vancouver-based vampire detective. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and, and we, we I, I think we're probably going to do something like that. We might do two weeks of Forever Night and then a week doing something else, especially if it looks like this might, might bleed into February, which is a shorter month. It might behoove us to just... If it, if it bleeds in into things. February, we'll just drink it up. Vampire times. Oh, I, I should have I should have paid attention to what I was saying. Uh, but yeah, so we, we are going to be doing Forever Night for our first deep dive of 2021. And uh, I'm assuming that was the only prediction you had for 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 the show. For- yeah, I was just trying to set up uh, <laughs> next week's episode. So, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so-, so we, we will see you in the the new year for some vampire detective shenanigans. Yes. And for now, we will end the show as we always do with a rousing nerd. nerd. Out. Out.